welcome to the Big Kids Book Club. A podcast about all things fictional, from middle grade to young adult. So sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Big Kids Book Club. My name is Marcus and I'm your host. And it's time for another monthly bookish chat. So we've brought along all my friends to the show. Say hi, Emma. Hello, Marcus. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. And let's not forget about Laura. Well, hello. It's good to be here again. It's been a while. It has indeed. And there I see him on my screen. It's Rab. Hello. Nice to see everyone. It's nice to have the girls back this week. It is. It's not just the boys in town, but uh, it's really nice to have you all here. And should I also say... And that sound tells us we've actually reached our first birthday, peeps. 14th of August last year was our first recording of this bookish podcast, and we've reached wow. it. How insane is that? Wow. Yay. Goodness, that time has just flown by, hasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Do we remember what um, our theme was for our very first episode? It was summary sort of books again. It was, yeah, it was. we recorded it in August last year with summary themes and hopes and dreams. And now we are here a year in and we have again reached August, which is insane because 2021 is just deciding to just disappear on us. Um, but these books that we are going to be talking about today, they didn't disappear on us. No, they've left quite an impression, which is why we want to talk about them. I haven't really got any so much as topics this week. So whereas we normally do our usual sort of makeup of sort of we talk about a little bit of a topic, we sort of pick it to pieces and then we go into the books we've enjoyed and we've read. This week, we're going to do something a little bit different. Or should I say this month, we're going to do something a bit different. We're looking at the best books of 2021 so far. So let's, without further ado, jump straight into some of the amazing reads we've had this year. Emma, let's go to you first. What's an amazing book you've read this year? So one of the books that I've read this year is not necessarily a book that I would usually have reached for so if you're a usual listener of this wonderful podcast you'll know that I usually bring the kind of young adult uh, books to the table however the one that I'm going to talk about today I would definitely say is more of a younger audience and the book I'm going to talk about today is The House of Serendipity Sequins and Secrets by Lucy Evision and this book is very much based on fashion, as you probably gathered from the title, and follows the story of a maid who is a fabulous dressmaker, but because of the uh, 1920s that it's set in, she's not really supposed to be making dresses as that's not her status. And she befriends one of the um, richer daughters of the family that she, for the house that she's cleaning. And it turns out this daughter is a brilliant designer. So they kind of team up and they basically start mess dressmaking, but on the sly. So there's a little bit of mystery in it. There's a little bit of um, kind of sneaking around. And one thing that I really liked about the book is that it swaps perspectives. So you get a chapter from the maid's perspective, and then you get a chapter from the daughter's perspective. And it's just a lot of fun. It's exciting, it's colorful, um, 
there's a lot about kind of subverting female stereotypes during the time, which is always fun because we love a bit of, of heroinism and feminism. And again, I'll say, despite me usually being keener for the young adult um, kind of age range, I thoroughly enjoyed this. So definitely keep an eye out for it. Yeah, it was one of those ones we were very lucky to have sort of pass our door at the Big Kids Book Club because, you know, publishers love to get involved with us and we're more than happy to get involved with them. So absolutely love it when we get this sort of sneak peek to read a book a little bit ahead of time and find it's an absolute gem. So really glad we were able to sort of give it a bit of love and shout out on today's show. So uh, Laura, what about you all the way across the pond? Uh, what is it you've been reading this year that has blown you away? Yeah, uh, so one book that I wanted to mention is a book called Tokyo Ever After by Amiko Jean. Uh, and it is very much a Princess Diaries uh, storyline, but set with a young woman who is half Japanese. Uh, and, and she's never known her birth father. Uh, and she and her single mom have been happy, you know, living their life. Uh, but she starts finding out more about who her a birth father might be. And if you're familiar with the Princess Diaries storyline, uh, it ends up being Japanese royalty and then has the opportunity to travel and go and experience what uh, Japanese court life uh, would be like. And uh, I, fun fact, will obsessively watch and rewatch the Princess Diaries, like the Disney one with Anne Hathaway and uh, Julie Andrews in it. Uh, and so listening to this book, I listened to it on audio um, and it was done very well uh, on the audio was, it was like revisiting an old favorite, but it was also a new twist on that storyline. And uh, so it was fun uh, and it would, it would slot probably in that YA uh, category. Um, I've talked about it on the show before, and so I won't spend a long time, uh, but a, a few episodes back, I had said that I was looking forward to reading Mercy Suarez Can't Dance by Meg Medina, uh, and I actually read it, and I did really end up enjoying it. It was very fun to revisit uh, that character in the second book in this series, and the first book won a Newbery Award, uh, I believe in 2019 or 2020, uh, and so... I was really proud of the author for writing a follow-up book to a Newbery Award winner that I did end up enjoying because that's a lot of pressure. And I think I would have psyched myself out if I were her. And so I'm really proud of her for doing such a good job on the follow-up and uh, tell it, telling a fun story. So, Well, talking about the pressures of a writer, let's go to one. Rab, uh, what sort of books have sort of really stirred up a passion for you this year? Well, I thought I would start off by reading a, a quote from the book that I was, I was going to pick. This is a, it's a young girl. Uh, it's a middle grade book. And she's looking out at the forest behind her house. Maggie opened the back door and stepped out. It was completely dark at ground level, but the huge oak and smaller trees around it were silhouetted against a dark blue sky. She inhaled the cold air. There was something about this place that wasn't right. She could sense it lurking just behind the neatly paved drives with the sleek back cars silently parked and the perfect soft carpeted homes. Something not wrong exactly, but which made her sing skin tingle, something strange. So I'm recording in a slightly different situation today. Um, I have currently my, my baby daughter is, is trying to climb on the sofa 
as, as I read aloud. So if you heard me giggling at the end of the, that quote, that's why. Um, but I think, I think that's worth leaving in because it shows the, um, the, the wonderful nature of recording from home. She's currently stood up so that her front two um, hands are on, front two hands, she only has two hands, but her hands are on the chair with me. So she's, um, so she's watching me from very up close as, as I talk. And she seems very interested in the book chat, which is nice. Um, so that was a quote from Maggie and the Dark World which is um, a middle grade book that came out in February of this year. And it's got a, a wonderful sort of spirited away vibe to it, which is what drew me, drew me to the book, really. Um, I don't know about yourselves, but spirited away is something that um, I'm just a massive fan. And that idea of the other world within our world, that's the secret world where everything's a bit backwards and everything's a bit dark and a bit mysterious, is an idea that kind of captivates me now. But particularly as a, as a child, there was something about the idea of the being a wonderful alternate world, but with a bit of darkness and danger that really spoke to me. Um, so that's one um, by an author called Anna Goodall, which is my pick for sort of best book I've read so far in 2021. Oh, smashing one. I mean, Studio Ghibli as a whole, most of their sort of like their films are just worthwhile and they're sort of almost like Laura you mentioned that you would re-watch Princess Diaries over and over again I could happily mm -hmm. sit down and watch like uh my my neighbor Totoro uh, or uh Howl's Moving Castle Howl's Moving Castle could re-watch those you know just put them on back to back almost um if someone's um if someone's a fan of Spirited Away I'd very much recommend uh Maggie Blue and the Dark World there we go. Absolutely. So fantastic sort of recommendation there and nice little tie in. For me, myself, I'm looking at a book I read uh, earlier in this year, probably about April time. Uh, and it is The Weather Weaver by Tamsin Mori. We were lucky enough to get a copy of this sent to us early and even interview Tamsin herself, who was absolutely lovely. I'm sure if you go in our archives, you'll find that episode for you to have a listen to if you like the sound of this. But effectively, it follows a young girl who's basically spending her summers on the, uh, the Shetland Islands, which uh, for those who don't know, are these remote islands at the very top of Scotland. They are really, really remote. But basically her granddad uh, lives there and he's lived there all his life. And he's just lo recently lost uh, his, oh, he hasn't lost his grandma. Stella's lost her grandma, but grandpa's a little bit sullen and stuff like that. But she's basically been sent to granddad's for the summer because her parents are working and at their work on like, uh, I can't believe, I can't remember what it is, but they're sort of like, uh, eco scientists of some kind so they're like going down to like antarctica or something for the summer to do some research so obviously they can't bring stella along so she's staying with granddad and she's got this whole island to explore and when she does that she discovers a strange woman called tamar who uh who sort of like shows her like this weather weaving magic uh, and in it she makes friends with a cloud called nimbus and hilarity ensues as she tries to basically become friends with a cloud it's quite silly but there's also this sort of harken a sea witch who threatens to sort of spoil or sort of uh, disrupt their lives on the shetlands the peace uh, it's a very beautiful one with whimsical ma magic and sort of very lovable characters uh, so it's one of those ones that if you do like sort of whimsical magic and sort of stories that have slightly different sort of take on the sort of magical realism vibe. The whole idea of weather magic was just very unique and was something I've never seen before. So that's why I really enjoyed it. And Tamsin gives us an amazing breakdown to her inspirations and her writing process. So go check out that in our archive, The Weather Weaver by Tamsin Mori. Wow, so we had some really good recommendations there. I think we've read some really great books, but obviously the year is not over yet. There is still plenty of bookish time to enjoy. So. Uh, let's look ahead now at some books that we are rather eager to get 
to our reading nook, to the top of our TBR, however you wish to put it. Emma, can you start us off with a book that you really, really want to read by the end of this year? This year, I am really excited for a book which is actually a sequel. Um, and I've talked about the first book on the podcast already. So the sequel is Aristotle and Dante Dive into the Waters of the World by Benjamin Allier Sciens, who wrote Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. And I don't know if this was kind of an anticipated sequel because it has been a few years since the first one came out. Um, but I absolutely loved, loved the first book. And if you have any interest in LGBTQ plus um, YA fiction, it's honestly one of the books that I would say would make up the canon. So definitely check out the first one. But the second book seems to be pretty much just a continuation of where we left off. So just for a bit of reference, in the first book, Aristotle and Dante fall in love and get together. And the sequel about diving into the waters of the world is essentially just them trying to go through their high school life and figure out kind of what it is actually to be in a young adult relationship in, in figuring out kind of what that means for them, how that looks in, in the lives that they already lead. And I'll just read a, a quick quote from the, the official description, which says, the boys are determined to forge a path for themselves in a world that doesn't understand them. So it does sound like there's going to be some addressing, again, of those LGBTQ plus themes um, and also a bit of kind of self-discovery, but in a different way, as they're a little bit older now and know a little bit more about, um, about themselves and, and who they are. So this is coming out on October 12th, um, and you can bet your bottom dollar that I will be outside of Waterstones waiting with bated breath to buy it. One that's been sitting there waiting, and you've been eagle-eyed for it. I love it when you sort of have those sort of like those books that just sort of grab you so much that when you hear there's a sequel, it's just like you're just willing it every day, just a little bit, come a little bit sooner. Um, but yeah, really excited to have that, and obviously have to have a good uh, sort of dollop of YA from our resident YA specialist there, Emma. Uh, Laura, you gave us a YA on your last pick. What are you looking forward to on this pick? Yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to a book called A Soft Place to Land by Janae Marks. Um, this one's coming out uh, September 14th or so, uh, depending on, on which continent you live and all of that good stuff. It's by the same author that wrote the from the desk of Zoe Washington, a book that I think I've talked about odd infinitum on this podcast. If not, I'm sorry, I should have. Um, but I, I'm excited about this. So uh, what this author does really well is writing like a contemporary middle grade uh, with a with a twist of mystery uh, to it. Um, and so this book has a young lady who I think her father has just uh, lost his job. And so the family is having to sort of uh, downsize and economize uh, to make ends meet uh, in this time. So I th my understanding is they uh, sold a house and they moved into an apartment. So she's thrown into the life of this apartment. And uh, there's a, a room that only the kids visit in this apartment complex, I think. And um, sort of a secret hideout kind, kind of deal. Um, and then uh, there's, there's some messages that are being left and uh, she's trying to find out like what's behind uh, that. And so it's just got a lot of like relatable things to it. It's got a bit of mystery of like this unknown kind of solving of 
who's been leaving these messages and, and so on. And I think somewhere along the way, she and her friends started dog walking business. Uh, and so that's like a fun little element going on as well. Uh, so those are all things I picked up from like the book description and the you know, reviews I read and stuff like that. Looking forward to this book because uh, I, I read from the desk of Zoe Washington in one sitting when I, when I read it, um, just didn't get up until I finished it because it was very good. Um, I'm also, I don't actually know why I haven't read this, but, um, it was published in January and, uh, it's the second book in a duology, uh, called the, the, the duology is called the Sands of Arawia. Uh, the second book in the series is called We Free the Stars by Hafsa Faisal. Uh, and it's a young adult fantasy series, uh, and it's written by a, a Muslim female author. Uh, and so, the first one was very imaginative and very good, uh, and somehow I missed the fact that eight months ago the second book came out even though I was looking forward to reading it. I was reminded today looking through books that I was anticipating that actually, like, I had anticipated it and then it just, I, I we missed each other. And so I'm actually really, I put it on hold at the library today. I'm going to actually read it. Oh, see, you, I instantly had a ping there where you said that name. I was like, I was like, I think I know that. It's just, We Hunt the Flame. I've, I've yes. listened to the first one on audiobook. And absolutely, yes. Very different, very sort of out there. It was also just very nice to see a fantasy that isn't just generic fantasy. <laughs> are very down and out. Also love it, like you said there, like you read the desk, so at the desk, so Washington, and you're like, right, I have to go to and find this, this new author. I was, or you have to get this author's latest work. When you find <laughs> a new author that you, you just didn't know about and you find they have more content out there. It's just one of the best feelings ever. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Well, that's left us with a good feeling. Rab, are you going to add to that with another good feeling book to add to our TBR that we're growing? It's um, it's similar where it's about having read an author and thinking, I just want to read everything else this author writes. Um, so the book I'm picking is Green Rising by Lauren James, which is coming out later this year. I have read um, The Quiet at the End of the World by Lauren James, which is a wonderful book. If you guys can hear birdsong behind me, it's because um, my while we're doing this podcast about children's literature, my, my nine and a bit month old daughter is, is currently just playing with a book by herself. But it is a book that if you, if you press a button on it, will make sound. So hopefully it'll make kind of a, a lovely ambient backing, particularly because I'm talking about an environmental book. Um, so Green Rising, um, it's, a, it's around the idea of an um, environmental activist, a teenager, um, who becomes famous when she gets this ability to grow plants from her skin. Um, uh, so she's the first teenager who gets the ability, though, though others grow to have the ability as the book goes on. Um, they call it the Green Fingers Power. Now, obviously, y- yourselves, you know that I'm, I'm an author who's recently written a science fiction slash fantasy slash magic realism book set a little bit in the future about climate change, about powers to do with that. Um, And then, so I suppose it it, it just makes sense that I would also love seeing a book set a bit in the future with different kind of magic realism powers coming. It's just the sort of thing I love to read. Um, I think it's really It's very on brand. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's 100% on brand. Um, so we've got the three central characters. is Gabriel, who's the, who's the activist I mentioned. Hester, who's the millionaire daughter of an oil tycoon. tycoon and then Theo, who comes from a long line of fishermen. So they're all going to get this power. And it's about how they 
um, I guess become a bit of a face for climate change um, movement. And one big thing in the advertising I've noticed is, is Lauren James puts a note on it saying, this is not a dystopia. Um, and I think it's quite important for there to be hopeful novels around climate change. I think teenagers are well aware at the moment of, of the dangers um, and the risk that the world's under. So to actually have books that say, okay, this is the risk, but also change is possible and teenagers can be the forefront of that change, I think is really important. Um, and I think Lauren James is the perfect author to write that. So that's one I'm particularly excited for. Absolutely. I love all of what you're sort of speaking of. Obviously, very on brand, as we know. But um, also, it's just one of those things where you say Lauren James and you know it's going to be a very beautifully written sort of, obviously, she says it's not dystopian, but it's going to have those elements of sci-fi that are always mingled into really real world thoughts and feelings. If you've ever read any of her stuff, The Quiet End of the World, it's for, for example, The Loneliest Girl in the Universe, um, or some of the, the other smaller sort of like uh, offbeat stuff that we we were looking at earlier this year with the, the book she wrote for Barrington Stoke. She just has a way of words and she's always working. I mean, listening to that interview, if you go back again, another one, if you find in the archives, she wrote four books during the, the pandemic lockdowns. It's just like, what? This is insane. She's always at it. She's very passionate about what she writes about and she does it so expertly well so I think that's going to be a cracker of a book as well Rab you're absolutely spot on three amazing books can I add one fourth one well I think so at least to me um, I've gone for a very low hanging fruit in regards to my one as it's another one who it's an author who whoever whatever he puts out I'm going to probably go out and buy it and this is The Last Kids on Earth book seven it's The Doomsday Race uh, by Max Brayler, The Art by Douglas Howgate. It's coming out in mid-September. I have it on pre-order. It's one of the few series that I actually have on pre-order. This is a middle grade sort of fun zombie monsters. There's this group of kids who are the last kids apparently at the end of the world. It's a zombie apocalypse sort of style book, but it's got a lot of tongue and cheek and humour with all good middle grades. The art is mind-blowingly fantastic. I can't really explain without spoiling effectively six other books worth of, of stuff. But basically, uh, Jake uh, basically lives in his treehouse with a bunch of his friends who are surviving the zombie apocalypse by basically having fun, making friends with the monsters who live at the local Joe's Pizzeria and basically trying to stop a mega evil monster called Thrall from releasing the dreaded sort of uh, monster from the other uh, dimension who could basically... Uh, destroy our world i mean if it was bad enough as it is you know uh, actually a monster of uh, unspeakable doom uh, coming from across some time and space uh, we've got monsters we've got zombies the last thing we need is a basically cthulhu to suddenly turn up and really muddy the waters so uh, that's what it is it's brilliantly written it's very funny and it's amazingly sort of me it's it's 12 year old perfect 12 year old boy sort of fun tongue-in-cheek uh, literature which is just what you need sometimes you can read these in one sitting especially as a big kid I just I can turn my brain off and enjoy these it's my binge material I love it so uh, that's it so uh, last kids on earth and the doomsday race so one thing I would add that uh, I want to because we've rocketed through today's podcast is just to say one other thing that we are looking forward to uh, this year it doesn't have to be bookish related but just one thing that possibly you are really looking forward to so that's what we're going to do to finish off today's show um, and wrap up this month with a bang so we're going to start with Rab Rab I'm going to come to you first obviously we're going to reverse the order for once Rab what is it one thing you're really looking forward to to see out your 2021 so I mentioned having um my, my little girl here with with me so her first birthday is this year 
which is a pretty exciting thing. Um, so so that's that's a that's a big one for me. Um, it's gonna be she's just crawling over to acknowledge the fact that I've said this. But yes, me. Um, so she'll be getting her first ever birthday presents, which is exciting, and it will definitely be some books. Um, I'm quite lucky that I there you go books. Um, I'm quite lucky that I work in a, in a job where we occasionally get given book tokens. Um, so I'm going to be using some of the book tokens to get Hazel some presents. Um, it occurs to me as well that um, I should probably mention my book coming out. Um, so, so my book's coming out September 14th. So that's another excitement of this year. Um, as you can hear, anyone that gets the book, you will be supporting a family. Um, so I'm just saying, if you want, if you want there to be food on the table for my daughter, get get the book. Otherwise, just just live with that guilt at night. Um, but but genuinely, that's that's coming out on the 14th. It's about climate change and storytelling. Have a little bit of a look in the show notes and see if it's something that might interest you. Um, but yeah, happy birthday, Hazel is my big one for 2021. What a way to tug on the heartstrings. I love it. Uh, that book, The Landfill Mountains, is coming out from Onway Press. Uh, please do have a look in the show notes. It will also be up on our website. Yes, website we have. Oh, lovely. Something new. A birthday present for ourselves. Uh, but we'll first go to Laura. Ah! We'll first go to Laura and what you are looking forward to for 2021. Yeah, uh, well, I'm excited to talk about this. Uh, I will say on the topic of Rab's book, uh, two things. So uh, first of all, I ordered it a while back, but then I realized that um, if you go to Rab's website, you can fill out like a little pre-order form and you get some goodies for having already ordered it. So if you're like me and you already ordered it, but then you forgot that pre-order bonuses are a thing, uh, make sure you go and fill out that form because uh, you get you get cool stuff. You get some um, annotated chapters and I think you get to plant a tree and I don't know, there's good stuff. So um, do that. Uh, and then I get to interview Rab on the Library Laura podcast uh, the day after the book comes out. So stay tuned for that on September 15th. Um, and then my, you know, excitingness uh, that I'm looking forward to, and I time will tell exactly whether this is a by the end of 2021 thing or whether uh, it's a little later than that, um, but we are expecting our first child uh, and uh, due date is somewhere in the uh, December 23rd, December 26th range, uh, so right around Christmas, um, if baby decides to come at 40 weeks. Uh, normal pregnancy can last up to 42. So we could be a January 7th baby for all I know. Uh, so, so stay tuned on the release date of Baby Miller, because uh, I don't know <laughs> the answer on that. Um, but we're very excited and um, already looking at what books uh, we can buy our child and um, looking forward to that, but also being very cognizant of the fact that all of the podcasting and book reading and such like that I do right now is going to maybe look very different uh, in 2022. So stay tuned. Oh, <laughs> the big kids book club family is growing. Whee! More readers in the world. That's perfect. That's just what we need. Uh, yes. Emma, Emma, we're now going to come to you now. After we've had a slew of baby news, Emma, we're going to come to you. <laughs> I'm assuming we're not going to get more baby news. No, definitely not. Um, I am going to disappoint and break the baby chain, um, but I'm going to stay very on brand with the theme of the podcast. Um, and I am actually uh, wrapping up the job that I'm currently working in uh, in the next three weeks, and I will be moving to London to start reading a master's in creative writing and publishing. So I will be delving even further into the bookish world. 
Um, and that is a 12 month masters in which time I'm hoping to either produce a collection of short, short stories or a children's book or a few chapters of a YA book. I mean, I think we can all agree that it would be rather predictable and expected of me to lean towards the YA book, but you know, <laughs> we'll see. Perhaps learning a little bit, a little bit more about, about each kind of genre will would tip me in either direction and given that we've now got you know so many younger readers coming into the world perhaps that will influence me as well who knows um but yes yeah, so i am very very excited to be studying again to be learning again um and also to be putting my writing um into a new positive direction i'm proud awesome. of you emma yeah i didn't another author potentially to the show so oh could have so very many, exciting so much exciting times um, I'm going to throw one in, Marcus, that um, I feel like I should mention, otherwise I'll get in trouble. Also, my wedding. Oh! <laughs> getting married in November. Probably worth mentioning. Going to throw that in as another one looking forward to this year. So, Rab, you know. is, your, is your order of things baby books, wedding? Baby wedding books, I think, would be allowed. I think that's probably right. We'll put that one on the record. Well played, sir. Well played. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for me, for my one, obviously, it's just um, to see out the rest of the year, hopefully see family. Obviously, now the panic is starting to at least reach a point where I've got double jabs. I can go and see friends and family now. So hopefully reuniting with friends and family. And that means reuniting, hopefully, with my co-hosts. It'd be amazing to see Emma and Rab in poison. Rab, I haven't seen you in person since, oh, God, what is it, 2018 and Yauk con now or something ridiculous like that and yeah it's that's been right. far too many months um since i probably left sorry so and then emma at some point we will get to the states at some point <laughs> we will meet all up and it'll be fantastic but uh yeah i'm just wishing all of my lovely listeners and all of my big kids book club family a very happy and healthy end to the 2021 filled with fantastic books in their future and that's pretty much all there is to it and that is all we have for today's show as well. A fitting finale of fun and festivities and all other manner of Fs. So uh, with that, and before I dive into any other sort of weirdness, I'm going to call it there. So all I have to do is for this one year anniversary, happy birthday special finale, I do want to say a big thank you to Emma for joining us on the show. Happy birthday, Emma. Thank you very much, Marcus. Happy birthday to you as well. It's been a brilliant year and this, this podcast has definitely helped me get through it. So thank you for inviting me on this fabulous journey. It's more than welcome. And Laura, for, for joining us all the way across the pond in at the moment, testing times with power outages and whatnot. And we've had constant streams, but you've always been there to brighten our day. Well, it was absolutely a pleasure. I'm glad that despite all the odds of time zones and uh, power instability uh, that we're here and halfway through the episode, my power did come back on. Uh, so we are rocking and rolling for the time being on on that. Um, it's been a pleasure to uh, be here today with you guys. And the Big Kids Book Club has added such a fun dynamic. I mean, I've met people and books and all of that that I wouldn't have met otherwise and uh, it's just it's fun that you guys have just welcomed me into the fold even though I uh, there's time and space that separates us in other ways I, I love the power of the internet to connect people uh, in this place it's awesome and here's to lots of good reading 
for the rest absolutely, of the year. Absolutely, absolutely. And let's not forget, Laura, you run an equally fantastic podcast. Let's give that a shout out. Tell the people, the lovely listeners, how they can find out more about it if they want more, more bookish content. Yes. Uh, so come on over to the library, Laura podcast. Uh, you can find that wherever you download podcasts like this one. Uh, and then I am on social media. Uh, you can find me most places under library, Laura podcast uh, on Twitter. That would be library, Laura pod. And uh, on Instagram, I have sort of dueling identities. So I hang out as library dot Laura. Uh, and I talk about books and knitting and whatever, and, and probably a lot of baby stuff uh, from here on out. Uh, and then the just library Laura podcast, I just once a week, there's a podcast uh, announcement. Uh, so if that's all you want, that would be the account for you to follow. Fantastic. And then to you, Rab, between uh, looking after family and also writing your debut novel, you've still found time to brighten our days and join us on the show, adding your words of wisdom. Uh, so thank you for joining us, mate. <laughs> Hazel says thank you for having us. Um, she's laughing because she can see her mum and she finds it funny, funny to see her mum. I will pass her up so that I can say a proper goodbye. Um, so happy birthday to everyone that's part of the Big Kids Book Club podcast, to all of yourselves um, and to everyone listening as well. It's been a wonderful year doing this. I've really enjoyed all the different books. It's um, it's made me read both from the ones I've I've picked and then listening to the ones that you guys have picked as well. Um, if anyone wants to find me anywhere um, and follow what I'm doing with the book, it's at Rabtails on everything. So that's Twitter, Instagram, and, and now for my sins, TikTok. Um, because I've been told by my publisher that, that young adult readers are on TikTok. So I am trying my very best. So if you want to see some some short videos made by someone with no video editing skills, Rap Tales on TikTok. And the book's out September 14th. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the book is out by Onway. We will have links in the show notes below. Absolutely want you to go and check it out. So, lovely listeners one year Ugh, this would be nothing without you guys so i want to say a big thank you to you the lovely listeners uh, you make this all worthwhile i mean we're just chatting as friends we're just chatting books we would do this anyway but you know you guys also want to listen in and that makes it all the better i want to also thank all of the guests who've joined us the the countless authors who have been on the show the publishers who help us make this possible and a big shout out to every single reader because without readers there'd be no books so kind of you guys are the ones who make the magic truly happen but yes that's it that's all we have time for i want to say a couple of things before we do disappear though one is it's our birthday so we have got ourselves a little birthday gift in the form of our own website bigkidsbookclub.com is live yes if you want to find it it's got a huge uh, load of content i put extra sort of content sort of articles and stuff on there specifically you'll also find every single podcast episode archived for you to go back and have a quick listen if you in case you've missed any of those those ones we keep dropping the amazing one with lauren james or tamzin mori perhaps you can check them out there uh, and you will also be able to find lots more sort of competitions and other content we're going to be doing in our second year of this podcastery that we are doing so we are going to have a lot more content to bring you hopefully week in week out to keep you guys excited about books as if you needed any more excuses but uh it seems we have come to the final i should stop meandering along now and just say goodbye to emma i'm so sorry i was too busy stalking the new website and getting excited about it so i'm a bit late coming in but <laughs> 
Goodbye, Marcus. Thank you for today and the past year, as always. And thank you to Laura. Well, goodbye and uh, congratulations uh, to the Big Kids Book Club and all of our listeners. Uh, It was great to join you again on this episode and I look forward to doing it again. And a big take care to Rab. Thank you very much. Um, Take care to you as well. Goodbye. So to you lovely listeners, it's thank you to you. And remember to head over to our Twitter at Big Kids Book Club. Oh, one long, lovely word. There you'll find a load of hosty content, podcasts, our midweek reviews. Well, they'll be coming back now that the summer is over and we've had our author fest completely done. We've got tons of episodes, over 80 episodes now for you to go and gorge yourself on, as well as competitions to win free books. Need I say more? Go check that out, as well as the competition. Like, follow, and subscribe for more content. Also hit the like and notification bell if you want to keep up to date. But that's all the time we have for. So until next time, all I have to say is for you to take care, to stay safe, but most importantly of all, for one more year to keep on. <laughs>